Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's Greg Matzik. In for John here the rest of the week. Mike Spalding in for Sandy Max. Bob Brainerd handling sports. Adam producing. Debbie's got your roads. It's 511 at WTMJ. Public service announcement if you're a Packers fan or if you're someone who likes to travel to a road game. Right, Bob? You've done this. Or both. Oh, absolutely. Right? You, you look at the schedule. It comes out and you say, all right, we are going there in whatever month. Miami last year was a popular destination. New Orleans. Who knows? What? So the Packers are going to have a handful of road games, and you'll likely pick one that you want to go to. Here's what you need to keep in mind. The NFL is pivoting how they do scheduling. And the NFL schedule will be revealed tomorrow evening, about 7 o'clock. I would expect some leaks to sort of meander about the Twitter sphere uh, throughout the course of the day. But about 7 o'clock tomorrow night, we will know the Packers' full regular season schedule. Pay attention very closely to weeks 15 through 18. If you're thinking you want to go watch the Packers play in weeks 15 through 18, wherever they're playing on the road, maybe even a home game, you want to travel in for it, be cautious. Because the NFL, all about the dollar, not about player safety, has a new rule in place that allows them to do sort of a flexible scheduling for Thursday games. Yes. So in those final weeks of the season, they can look at the originally scheduled Thursday game and say, I don't know, those teams aren't playing well. Can we find a more compelling matchup? And they can take a Sunday game and put it into that spot. If you're a player, that stinks, right? You've got 15 days to sort of prepare. If you plunk down a 1000 bucks on airline and tickets and hotel and a rental car, you'll have 15 days mm-hmm. to make up your mind. Can I alter and pivot? Can I get everything changed? This is all about the dollar. This has nothing to do with the fans because the NFL really doesn't care about the fans. They care about the TV contracts. And here are some of the destinations. These are the away games. So, of course, Chicago, Detroit, and Minnesota. Atlanta, Charlotte for the Panthers. Denver could be a popular. Las Vegas for sure. You know when they play the Raiders in Las Vegas. There's a lot of folks that are thinking, hey, Vegas, right? We're going to do like the whole weekend thing. That's the clubhouse leader. Right. So what if it's not a weekend thing? What if, as you said, they say, well, the Packers, you know, Jordan Love isn't lighting it on fire, so we're going we're gonna to move this. Now. Or he is lighting it on fire. The Packers are better than we thought. We're going to move that to Thursday because it's Garoppolo against Jordan Love, and suddenly that's an a, a interesting matchup. New York Giants, the Big Apple, another one that would be – a travel destination that you want to go and spend more than just game day. And Pittsburgh is the other away game. So to your point, Greg, it it used to be that you could plunk these down. Okay, I know when it's going to be. I can travel accordingly. I can make my plans. If I want to do two, three, four days, I can do that. Now, buyer beware. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. The the, the schedule more and more is becoming a suggestion, right? (laughs) For sure. Team A is going to play Team B in that week somewhere. Might be Thursday. Might be Sunday, of course, could be Monday. It's just whatever the NFL wants. And to your point, too, just even the home games, going to Green Bay, you hear horror stories all the time about folks when they flex that game from a Sunday early kickoff to a Sunday night game. Oh, my gosh, now I have to fight the traffic. I have to work early in the morning on Monday. There's going to be that even going on if you're traveling to Green Bay to watch the Packers on Lambeau Field. You don't know if that start time is going to move. It could move times it could move days the nfl has free will to do whatever they please now with the schedule well and i get it right amazon was not happy with their slate of games last year on thursday night football they were duds and the product's already inferior so they want better teams playing even though it'll be on short notice 
And it could be that a team plays two Thursday night games and another team plays none, right? It, it's, it's the NFL's world. And we're all here for it, I guess. It's 514 on WTMJ. If you're headed off on vacation anytime soon, how do you handle your email situation? New studies after this. You've got mail. No, no, no. Calm down. Rose Gray's not in the studio. She's somewhere in the Sahara riding a yak or something, right? She's always doing something fun. Uh, But vacation brings about an interesting decision for those in the workforce. Mike Spaulding, Bob Brainerd. Two gentlemen I know well, and I know like to take vacations. How do you handle your email when you're on vacation? There are studies that that go about suggesting that checking your email is good for your mental health on vacation because it allows you to sort of declutter what is becoming a cluttered inbox. Mm. And when you get home, it doesn't feel as overwhelming going through. There are other studies that suggest checking your email on vacation means you're not really on vacation. You're not doing it right. And you're also creating a toxic company culture. By being one who checks email on vacation, you're suggesting that, well, if somebody else doesn't do that, maybe they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. So there's two sides to the argument. I boil it down to personal preference. When you're on vacation, how do you handle your emails? Feel free to chime in here on the talk and text line, the old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620. I think we've all been on vacation at some point in the last year. Spalding, I'll start with you. How did you handle email on vacation? I am a habitual email checker. On vacation, at a wedding, trying to go to bed, name it, I'm probably checking my phone. Part of it is the duties of the job. Spending a long time as a reporter, you're you know, constantly talking with people, constantly trying to get information. So it, it just was something that I had always done, and having done this for a decade was just something kind of ingrained in me. I have tried to be better about it and not check it in so many like, like so often. But the little red email notification thing that's on your phone drives me insane. If I start to see it get too high, it makes me panic. So part of it is like I can't let it get to a hundred, or else I I start to get itchy and it just is not great for my mental health so i'll check it every so often usually i'll do it to kill time you know if you're sitting solo for for five minutes or something like that just go ahead and clean up some of the junk keep it a little bit tidy bob i'm of the opposite approach i like to put the signature the the return saying i'm on vacation i'm out of the office until this date if you have any, you know if you have any problems go see so and so when i do that I'm kind of telling the person that's emailing me when they get that kick back, don't bother me. Don't expect a reply because I am on vacation. And that makes me kind of cleanse and makes me feel like I'm out, out there saying there are no more emergencies. Like, if you really need me, I'm on vacation, but I've already told you, here's the number, here's the person that's next in line, so let me be on vacation. That, to me allows me to not check my email. I don't mind sitting down if you get home from a, on a Sunday night and you're back and you've got 100 emails. I'll go through them quickly, but I would rather do that personally than answer them while on vacation. 855-616-1620. If you'd like to join us here on the Old National Bank talk and text line, why I can't check emails on vacation or why I shouldn't. So there, there's five tips. Number one, it's not worth your health. It creates a toxic company culture. Number three, you'll forget your trip. 
Number four, it puts things in perspective. Taking time away from your work can really make things fall into place. Even if you're getting emails about project updates or important client notifications, hopefully you'll have an away message that will handle everything or a coworker who's willing to receive forwarded emails from especially important senders. And number five, it's fueling your burnout. Beyond just the impact of your physical health, emails on vacation can negatively impact your emotional health. So I'm, I'm kind of split on that idea. Because I, I, by nature, am a declutterer. I, li- I like to get rid of the clutter. I, I don't look at the number like you do, Spalding. I don't see if it's six or eight or whatever the unread messages are on my iPhone that's right in front of my face. But I will at the end of the night, okay? And I think that's also key. At the end of the night, kids are in bed, wife has fallen asleep. I will cruise through and just start decluttering. I'm not going to respond to emails. I don't file anything away. I fumble through my phone for about 15 minutes, and I just work to declutter. That way, when I get back, I know the only emails I have are ones that I have to pay attention to. But I feel like that aids my mental health because it doesn't appear overwhelming. I don't feel like I'm being cheated on vacation. It's the system that works for me. Don't you, though, have, okay, something comes up in the email that catches your attention. That bothers you. That's, oh, man, I have to address that when I get back now. Doesn't that linger? Doesn't that make it tougher for you to fall asleep if there is something that you just read before your head hits the pillow? Well, it depends how much I've been drinking, <laughs> if I'd be perfectly Good honest. Good answer. Right? If I've been sucking down Mai Tais all day on the beach yeah. in Hawaii, then no, probably not. Okay. <laughs> probably not. Uh, but I get it. I get the logic. Spalding, does it... Does it affect your mind in a negative way if you do see an email like that? Like, you know, it's a managerial email. Somebody is out sick. We've got an issue. Somebody decided they were going to leave. I don't know. And then you feel like, oh, boy, i got to handle that when I get back. Probably, uh, no, but I'm probably so far down the rabbit hole at this point that it, even if it did affect me that in that way, I wouldn't know because I just don't know really anything different. And we work in a 24-hour business, and that's kind of the the – the uh, the bet that I made with myself, you know, working here, like, it, it doesn't really bother me. I'd rather have something happen and me be able to respond to it right away than have me respond to it at a later date or just kind of sleep on it for a little while. I would rather just get it out of the way. But I do totally see how that makes me sound like a person who uh, is not well. But it just works better for me. I'm with you. I don't like the... Uh, I don't like the, the the clutter of it. I feel if I let things build up too much that I'm going to miss something important. And, no, if I'm going to know something, I'd rather know it whenever. I sleep pretty soundly for the few hours a night that I do, so I don't think it hurts me that much. I, I tried it once, just sort of just leaving the phone in the room. And, and sometimes I'll take it just because my phone is also my camera, right? And I, and I tried I'm just not going to take my phone with me, right? Just a vacation my wife and I took. This was before we had kids. And then I get back, and it was like, did you see the trade? Did you hear about the trade? I was yeah. like, no. <laughs> Just every, which I think ultimately was okay. But I ended up thinking to myself, well, what's the harm in just before I go to bed? Just rifle through stuff, get rid of stuff, so I don't have 650 emails when I come back. I might have 40, and those 40 will, will, will deserve attention. As long as you have the Mai Tais prior to all of this, Greg. Usually something. Here, here. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Just don't add rum to your shake for a dollar. That's another story (laughs) for another time. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. That's a high five, your favorite weather person day in Milwaukee. Looks like it's going to be that way tomorrow as well. Rain will be back in the forecast at some point. For when? We will ask Brian Nisnanski, Chief Meteorologist, TMJ4 News. Where are you today, Brian? It's like a game of Where's Waldo? Where's Niz today? <laughs> hey, I was-
what's up, guys? I'm down at the South Shore Yacht Club uh, today where I'm trying to make friends who have a yacht. So I picked an awesome weather day to come down and get my praises and, and make some new friends. So, no, I'm, I'm... <laughs> we, were, we were thinking you were on your own boat, like you were, you were christening the Niz or yeah. whatever the name of your yeah, boat is. No, no that's, uh, I definitely don't have that. If I did have a boat, it probably shouldn't be out on Lake Michigan, some small little inland lake somewhere. But, um, no, we're down here uh, talking about, um, obviously, it's beautiful, beautiful scenery to do the weather, but we're also just talking about the cooler near the lake conditions. It's cooler near the lake season here. Uh, in southeastern Wisconsin, pretty standard every day. You're significantly cooler depending on how close you are to the water. It's still nice down here, but we're in the 50s uh, versus, yeah, I mean, versus the middle 70s uh, pretty much everywhere across southeastern Wisconsin. So when does it start to shrink, that cooler near the lake thing, from 20 degrees to 10 to 8 to not manageable? Awesome question, um, because it will always be in existence, uh, but there, you're, you're exactly right. There are days when it is noticeably worse in spring versus July, um, but um, it, the water starts to warm up, and we're starting to notice that. Water temperature now at 48, soon it will be 50s, and really when you start to see the temperature get into the 60s, uh, water temperature 60s and 70s, that really minimizes that lake breeze that develops. Um, and, and typically we start to see that uh, into June and, and the middle of summer type stuff. Niz, I got it. I got it. If you did own a boat and you had to name it, <laughs> on the back you put cooler near the lake. Huh? huh? I love it. I love it. And then have like a little icon of like a cooler like that you put your beers in. Yeah. In Lake Michigan. Boom. Sold. See what we just did here. Go get a boat. There's got to be a used one for sale, Brian. Just yeah, we'll sniff around a little bit. You'll you'll find something. Or or cooler near the lake, and then just have like a self portrait of my face on the side of the boat. There you go. Be, like cooler. Yeah. It all works. Yeah. No, you yeah, got no, great I ideas. I like the first idea better. Yeah. Well, today's a good day to get on the boat, and I'm sure tomorrow looks like it as well, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, if you are close to the lake, um, I did throw on a little light uh, jacket here, um, but the sun is shining. It feels great. Uh, People down here are, you know, sitting outside, you know, in the chairs and and the beers are flowing for them and making me jealous. But anyhow, I'm in the distance here with my storm chaser and uh, mainly clear skies tonight, low temperature down to around 51. For tomorrow, mostly sunny, 72 in Milwaukee, 78 degrees out in Waukesha. As we head into Friday, that's when we start to see some changes. Showers likely on Friday, 63 for a high. Now, the weekend is improving, partly cloudy with just a slight chance of showers on Saturday, 68. Sunday, Mother's Day, still a chance of showers, but I do not think it's a washout. Again, I think it's more of a decreasing trend with our rain chances this weekend. 66 on Mother's Day, inland 73, and then Monday mostly sunny and 66. Pretty good forecast here for May. Let's just push out those rain chances over the weekend. Can you trade the storm chaser for a boat? Ooh, good question. Well, there are a few that I, I do I do think are out of the trading price range of of the chaser, but I think there are a couple that we could go for. You know, we're we're soon going to get a new chaser. I'll probably get in trouble here with the bosses, but I know we're we got a new chaser coming. So maybe what are we going to do with this old one? I could it, <laughs> swap it out for a fourteen four boat. Well, you, you got to talk about the conditions out on the lake, right? So you, you got a chaser for the roads, and you're you're chasing down storms, and you get some for the boat, so you know the conditions on the water. We're on to something. This is great. I love it. Oh. Now I hope the boss is listening. It'd be great. Well, we've had a lot of fun together today, Brian. We'll check out you out at, uh, later tonight at 10 o'clock on the news.
All right, sounds good, guys. We'll see you. Yep, you bet. Take care. Chief Meteorologist, TMJ4, it is Brian Nisnansky. 545 on WTMJ. So it's Bono's birthday today. Do you know how old he is? I would say late 50s. So More? I thought way older. You thought it, way it, older? Well, it, maybe it's because I've, I've been, always known you two. They've been around forever. But, well, they have. So he's 63 today. Okay. Does that does that seem about right? To me, that feels young. I guess now it does. But, yeah, I mean, they've been a band that's endured for a long time with him as the front man. It, it's still the show that I wish I would have seen when given the opportunity. I've still never seen a U2 show. There may be another opportunity to do it. And if there is, I'm going to see them. I'm just disappointed in myself that I've yet to see you two perform live. Time's running out, Craig. I know it is. 63. I know it is. I gotta get on the train. Uh, if I am gonna get on a train, rest assured it'll be at the uh, Amtrak here, the Hiawatha, perhaps, getting down to Chicago. And uh, County Executive David Crowley announced today a new travel policy for Milwaukee County employees. I, this is kind of interesting. I, I do wonder what businesses will think. I wonder what the, the Milwaukee County employers will think about the entire deal but if you're a milwaukee county employee and you're on the move you're traveling for work you will have to route your travel through milwaukee mitchell international airport you're gonna have to use milwaukee's airport you're not going to go down to midway you're not going to go down to o'hare even though it might be more cost effective you're going to fly through milwaukee and the idea long term is that the more people who use the airport in Milwaukee, the more demand there will be for more flights in and out of Milwaukee, and a reduction in people saying, well, I just you, you can't get there from Milwaukee. i got to go here. I have to take a train or a bus or drive down to a different airport. So I think it's, it, it, in principle, the idea, I get it. But I do wonder if Milwaukee County employers are going to look at this and say, all right, so if if the flight is 600 bucks out of Milwaukee and it's 320 out of Chicago, we have to send our employee through Milwaukee? Like there, there, there's a cost mechanism to this entire thing that sometimes dictates what airport you travel from. You're kind of handcuffing companies. Little You're bit. handcuffing the employees. And, and many times, as, as we know, a lot of times if you are trying to get to the destination, and as you said, Greg, it's not available out of Milwaukee – where are you stopping, invariably? Where are you stopping first? O'Hare, right? So so that's why a lot of people say, if I have to go to Chicago, stop, change planes, or sit on the same plane to eventually get to Charlotte or wherever, why don't I just go down to Chicago and leave O'Hare and make it one stop instead of two? County Executive David Crawley says today, quote, I am calling on all businesses and units of government to follow our lead. Help support our hometown airport by requiring all employee travel to flow through Milwaukee. Close quote. I get what's trying to be done here, Spalding, but is is it better on paper than in principle? I think so, but as the county executive, I look at this as how a head coach will always come out and defend his players or go to bat for his players. I think it's a good gesture by the county executive. I think it's a responsible gesture by him to just show faith. You know, they've put a lot of attention towards the airport in recent years. The airport's put a lot of attention towards itself in recent years by way of upgrades and making sure things are top-notch. And, you know, I think it's just a nice sentiment from the county executive to do something like this. You also have to wonder how many employees 
that work for the county government, it's a lot less than it used to be, are actually going to be traveling. So is this one of those, you get to make the news headlines, you get to do the nice press conference with the airport, but in reality, it's going to affect people in your office maybe 20 times a year or something like that. So I think it's a big opportunity to make a statement for something that might have little impact. What I think is interesting is going to be the fallout, not fallout necessarily, but to see if private companies and businesses, as he's asked, will follow suit because it's going to be a chicken or the egg thing. The idea, I know, is to get the airport to get more business and thus have more direct flights to different locations. But it's also going to require, I think, a leap of faith by individual businesses to say, okay, cool, we'll do this because we believe in the long run something better is going to happen. And I think that's going to you're going to need to wait to see how that plays out. But as far as like your county executive having pride in your local airport and a county asset, yeah, I'm all for it. I think it's a it's a good move. Gets people talking about the airport too, which, you know, maybe it will add a couple of uh direct flights from here. And I love Mitchell. My preference is to use the Milwaukee Airport. It's just easy. It's it's most Absolutely. of the time more convenient, you know, depending on your flight path it's not always less expensive sometimes it is there are not always direct flights sometimes there are you have to hunt a little bit Uh, but i'll admit as well traveling as a family of four we sort of look for the path of least resistance and if it's a direct flight out of chicago and we've got marriott points that might give us a free night at an airport hotel and there's a free shuttle and then we've got free parking sometimes that is easier for us it's less times on and off a plane with some conveniences for parking. So uh, there are things we do as a family that we sort of plot it out. But our preference is always to fly out of Milwaukee. It just doesn't always make as much sense. I think what And Mike- I think ease of travel, right, has to do with it a little bit, like as far as getting to the airport, getting you know your kids through security and all that stuff. It's so easy at Mitchell. I think that's a huge benefit. What Michael touched on, uh, it'd be interesting dynamic to see if – Milwaukee says, okay, we're doing our part. We're sending people to Mitchell, but we're not seeing more flights added. Then do they kind of wave their hands and say, okay, do something. We did our part. Yeah, it's going to take some time for that, I think, to develop. Um, I'm not sure how much Milwaukee County employees travel in a given year, um, some more than others, I'm sure. But I I would think that there would be a ramp up to the point where you'd say, hey, now we've got a direct flight to XYZ. Look at that. Um, which we'd all love to see, right? More direct flights, the better. More options, the better. I get it. Um, I do wonder if some businesses will be like, well, wait a minute. Now we've got to spend more money to send our people on the road, and if that'll be a bit of a barrier. It's an interesting thing to follow. Yeah.